0: Radio theater is on the air. Jodely, yo. It's the riders on the radio. Come on, partner, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Yodelay,
1: yodelay, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play.
2: We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot.
0: And holler and how at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. To Slim, the man of many hats, with Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're going to ride and rope the tune we're going to hoot
1: and holler and howl at the moon oh oh, 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 oh. you lay you everybody room there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky so come on and let's
3: ride
0: <laughs> And now, with the 2,923rd performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky!
2: Thank you, Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over Border Radio. Thank you to the appreciative audience in the Emory. Must be mating season up here. The coyotes are really out tonight. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, our Riders in the Sky, and our orchestra, again, is under the capable direction of Joey the polka King. Miss Marm waits in the wings, but first, we now head for our opening song. And We recently did a an album of Davy Crockett songs. We thought this old Tex Ritter classic from 1956 was a perfect piece for it. Not that one. Although that's on the album. We'll talk about that some other time. One hundred and eighty were challenged by Travis to die On a line that he drew with his sword when the battle was nigh The man who would fight to the death cross over but he would live better fly And over the line went a hundred and seventy-nine Sandy Ada, we're killing your soldiers below that men wherever they go Will remember the Alamo
0: Though Bowie lay dying his powder was ready and dry From flat on his back Bowie killed him a few in reply and bold Davy Crockett was singin' and laughing with gallantry fierce in his eye For God and for freedom no man was more willing than to
2: die Santiana were killin' your soldiers below That men wherever they go Will remember the hour
1: SENT A YOUNG SCOUT THROUGH THE BATTLEMENT'S BLOODY AND LOUD WITH WORDS OF farewell FROM A GARRISON VALIANT AND PROUD Dream NOT, LITTLE DARLING, MY DYING, IF TEXAS IS SOVEREIGN AND FREE WILL NEVER SURRENDER AND EVER WITH LIBERTY BE
2: I- Santa Ana, we're killing your soldiers below. That men wherever they go will remember the Alamo. I, Santa Ana, we're killing your soldiers below. That men wherever they go will remember.
0: Under your hat saddle pals, Riders Radio Theater will return.
2: He's coming. The big screen event of a lifetime. The action hero for a literate generation. Palindrome. palindrome. Yes, Palindrome. He's big. He's tough. He speaks only in phrases which, if spelled backwards, are exactly the same as when spelled forwards.
1: Palindrome is out for blood in his motion picture hit, I Mame Miami. See Palindrome
2: wreak havoc on an unstylish Cosa Nostra.
1: Bombard a drab mob. See the terrible revenge of the poisonous martini. Cat. Evil. Olive. Cat. Kill. <laughs> the thrill The Palindrome.
2: Sneaking into the Godfather's Villa.
4: Step on no pets.
1: Witness the final showdown. You're done
2: for, palindrome. We got Louisville sluggers, and all you got is that pitiful ten penny fastener.
3: Stab nail at ill Italian
2: bats. Ah, save me,
3: palindrome. Flee to me, remote elf.
2: That's Palindrome in I, in Miami. Coming soon to a theater near you. Palindrome, he gets them coming and going.
0: <laughs> Riders Radio Theater sends a great big western howdy to our station of the week, K-Jug into Lori, California.
2: Howdy to Larry.
0: And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little love, Square Foot Rag. Riders in the sky.
2: Thank you, Texas Dick Many of you remember from a recent episode, Drywall Sheriff. Drywall went to Nashville to become a big recording star, and though his career didn't pan out too well, he did come back with a big hit song in his back pocket. And Sheriff Drywall is going to sing a fine song for you tonight. Well,
1: thank you, boys. It's great to be on the show. Here. I, I wondered when y'all was going to have me up here on one of these musical select musical selections here. Let's get right into it, boys. Oh, that's mighty fine, ain't it? Never heard anything like that. Have y'all... Y'all remember the old the old, old uh, serial gun smoke on TV? Yep. All right. Now in dusty old Dodge City, a barmaid called Miss Kitty had it bad for the marshal. Matt Dillon was his name. I've seen every TV from, and every time I've seen one it's the same. He leaves her waiting for that kiss that never came. Yeah, she keeps waiting for the sundown when he'll lay that smoking gun down. Swear to her his fighting days are through. But every morning Mr. Dillon's off to chase another villain, and poor Miss Kitty's wondering what to do. I'm telling you, one day you're gonna wear out your welcome mat. If you keep stepping on her like that, you know that ain't no way you treat your kitty cat. You're wearing out your welcome, Matt. Thank you, friend. Thank you so very much. got that from Johnny Cash, boys. I
2: bet he was glad to get rid of it, too. Well,
1: now even Doc and Chester say Don't let this one get away But, Matt, you just ain't too quick on the draw Why's a marshal her right? Tell her she can spend the night Wrapped up in the long arms of the law I'm telling you, one day you're gonna wear out your well, Matt if, if you keep, keep stepping, stepping on, on her like that, you, you know that there ain't, there ain't no way to treat your kitty cat. You're wearing wearin out your welcome. Now, <laughs> well, Matthew, I don't wanna see the episode when Miss Kitty finally says it's time to hit the road. Cause everybody knows how much you'd miss her. Don't just stand there, Matt. Go ahead and kiss her! I'm telling you, one day you're gonna wear out your welcome, Everybody! If you keep stepping on her like that, you know that ain't no way to treat your kitty cat. You're wearing out your welcome. Yes, you're wearing out your welcome. She's sick and tired away. There's a million fans of watching. You better think about them ratings, cause you're wearing out. You're welcome... Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Sheriff Drywall!
3: Take a bow! Come back out here, Sheriff.
0: Take a bow. Look at him there. Yes, you're wearing out your welcome. Oh, that's, it. that's enough, enough. That's, that's enough, enough. That's, that's, enough. 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 That's, that's plenty.
3: plenty.
2: Thank you, Sheriff.
3: Thank you, Sheriff Drywall. What a magic moment. Not, not very musical, but, but magic. magic.
0: Sir? That's fine. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Stay with us, saddle pals, we'll be right back. We continue now with the National Beatle Polka Countdown with survey song number eight, Michelle. Polka! Polka! Welcome back, buggeroos and buggerettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. (laughs) And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode six of the exciting Western melodrama, Marauders of the Cosmos. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, Ranger Doug is determined to prove that the Studebaker golden hawk is not an extinct species. He believes that at least one still exists somewhere in the Grand Crouton Mountains. While searching for this fabled bird from afar, the rider saw Miss Marm kissing Baxter Black on the cheek. Oh. They quickly put two and two together and came up with 22.
3: <gasps> Miss Marm is kissing someone besides Ranger Doug. <gasps>
1: is this the end of Riders in the Sky?
0: Like that, 222. Meanwhile, Slocum has acquired a lease on Mount Brigitte, the
1: grandest, grandest crouton of them all. all,
0: and plans to construct a huge rocket gun on its south slope. To this end, he ab- obtained a permit or a rocket gun from High Sheriff Drywall. Well, in this country, you can get a permit for just about any kind of gun. Charlie, in the meantime, after being tricked into falling off Mount Brigitte by Baxter Black, landed <coughs> on top of a bus that belonged to a traveling brain surgeon who opened up Charlie's cranium with a skill saw ah. and after an exhaustive search located Charlie's brain ah. and performed a bizarre surgery with a bolt of lightning. Ah,
4: ha, 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 ha.
0: And now episode six entitled, Flowers for Charlie or the Doofus Gets a Brain. Midnight on the outskirts of Tumbleweed City, a very large hulking figure with a very heavily bandaged head slinks through the pouring rain. (laughs) He makes his way through the dark streets and turns down a familiar alley. At the end of the alley, a dim light barely gleams through a small, dirty window in the back room of the infamous Drygulch Saloon.
4: Who's there? Let me in, Slocum. What the?
3: Charlie, is that you? Right. Come in, come in. What the ding-dong daddy from Duma's happened to you?
4: It's a long story, Slumberman. Yeah, well,
3: I'd love to hear it. But I'm in the middle of a very complex mathematical equation on this blackboard over here. I see it. It's
4: never going to work. What? Your
3: formula for the rocket gun. It's not my formula. We stole it from the National Archives, remember? It's a Pentagon project. Well, it's a waste of money, then. So what's new? Wait a minute. You can't even count to three. What do you know about mathematical
4: formulas? <laughs> it's as plain as the shine in your polyester suit, Slocum. Huh? Give me that chalk. Why? For starters, the max factor is not Pennsylvania 65,000, it's BR 459. What? Then you have to refigure the Aaron coefficient. What? And the Marie matrix is critical to the velocity, and your only hope of overcoming gravitational pull is the Mayo integer. Charlie, are you possessed? Call me Charles, please. Charles? Yes, that's what my mother called me. Now let's see. This just might work. If we increase the Nemoro thrust factor to, uh, how big a payload do you plan to deliver?
3: Oh, uh, say uh, 300 pounds.
4: 300 pounds, huh? Yeah. Now, surely you're not cogitating sending me into space. Who else? How much do you weigh? Wow. 150, 160? <laughs> yeah, it'll work fine. Hey,
3: Charlie. Uh,
4: <laughs> I mean, Charles, Charles. Hey, thank you.
3: you your your head's all bandaged. Brilliant observation. Yeah, you fell on your head, right?
4: Yes. I also received some radical brain surgery. Yeah. There's no need to discuss it. It's beyond your meager comprehension.
3: Ah, huh I guess that explains it.
4: Precisely. Now considering the fact that my IQ is exactly 20.6 times bigger than yours, I think it's time you told me why we're building this rocket.
3: Well, Charles, Thank when we you. hijacked the armored car from the National Archives, in addition to learning how to build this rocket gun. With my
4: modifications. Yeah,
3: anyway, I found a top secret NASA report on the lost comet
4: Rudy. He was the saxophone player, right? Not
3: Bill Haley in the comets, a real comet.
4: With my new intellect, Slocum, I now have a sense of humor. That was a joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, pardon me, I forgot to laugh.
4: Rudy's not top secret. It was cited back in the 70s by a Pioneer probe. That's the one. It hasn't been seen since, but it's coming back, and
3: soon. So? Eh?
4: It's a fascinating cosmic occurrence, but hardly worthy of criminal enterprise, such as you're trying to mount here.
3: Well, the Pioneer probe revealed that Rudy's comet is made of an element that doesn't exist on Earth. Huh? And if the readings are correct, irregardless are regardless.
4: Irregardless what... is not a word.
3: regardless Thank you. of its other properties a single spoonful of this element called Spamium could power a city the size of New York for half a century.
4: I get it. So if I can bring it back, I can make trillions and trillions of dollars. (laughs) Uh,
3: Charlie. Charles. Charles. Thank you. That procedure on your head seems to have confused you about
4: who is the boss around here. Not one bit, Slocum. I have the superior intellect. I'm bigger, I'm stronger, and from now on, what I say goes. In other words, you work for me, shrimp. Ha. huh Yeah.
3: I see we need another little lesson in who's the boss. (laughs) Ha, ha,
4: ha. Nothing like a minuscule intellect like yours can teach a mammoth one like mine.
3: Ah, say, Charles, hand me that lead pipe beside you there, wouldn't you?
4: Get it yourself.
3: All right. Well, I could teach you how to tie your shoes.
4: (laughs) Surely, Slocum, you don't (laughs) expect me to fall for that old gag. Only an idiot would do that.
3: Look and see. I'm wearing boots, Slocum. Look
0: and see. I know I'm wearing boots. I can feel them. Look and see. Slocum. I... Charlie, Uh. make that Charles Uh. really, really tries not to look. I'm not looking. But after all, even with a radical lightning bolt, skull saw, brain surgery... No way. His brain is still no bigger than a pea. Uh Uh-uh. He looks.
4: No way. Look, look, I told you I was wearing... (laughs) Oh!
3: (laughs) What's a sucker? Now, let's see what's under all this bandage here. Wow, looks like they took off the top of his head and sewed it back on. Hey, there's a tag attached to the stitches. If any problems develop, call Wiley, one 900 551 Well, I'll say some problems have developed. Dial the phone here. Yellow, is this Wiley? I'm calling about a guy you did some brain surgery on. Yeah, the big doofus. Well, he's now a big smarty pants. Look, is there any way to reverse this thing you did? A blow on the head. You mean like from, a, say, a lead pipe? <laughs> Fancy that? <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll tell him to be very careful. <laughs> goodbye. Well, it looks like it's goodbye, Charles, and hello, Charlie.
0: <laughs> the brain is considered by some to be the seat of the soul. By others, merely the perfect place to lay a lead pipe up aside. The next morning dawns beautiful and bright in Tumbleweed Valley, and with the sun, Miss Marm is up and off to her sunrise aerobic class. As she jogs through town, she encounters another early riser, High Sheriff Drywall, who's just finishing his nightly stint as after-hours bank guard.
2: <gasps> morning, High Sheriff
1: Drywall. Oh, uh, did there, Miss Marm. Hey, come on, let's go to the sunrise aerobic class with me. Oh, uh, uh, I like nothing better, Miss Marm, but i tell you what, I'm on my way to get a Jelly Belly Donut. See, I, I need some nourishment, because I've got a big day ahead of me. Really, what's up? Well, there's 75 truckloads of construction stuff coming through town this afternoon, and, well, I'm probably going to be directing traffic till midnight. Gosh, what's what's all going on? Uh, well, it's, it's going up to Mount Brigitte.
2: The grandest crouton of them all? That's
1: right, Miss Marm. Slocum's building some kind of a rocket gun or something up there. And they're going to be clear cutting the entire south slope to build it too.
2: What? Hi, Sheriff. You can't let this happen.
1: Well, Miss Marm, I can't not let it happen because he owns a lease on the land and he's got all the necessary permits.
2: But it's a crime against nature. Against nature. Don't you remember Walt Whitman's word? A leaf of grass is no less than the journey work of the stars.
1: Well, Miss Marm, I. I I never did watch too many of them cartoons. Walt Whitman, not Walt Disney. (laughs) Well, well, uh, well, I gotta go, Miss Marm. I enjoy your aerobics, sir. This cannot be allowed to happen. An incensed
0: Miss Marm races to her sunrise aerobics class, which consists of most every woman in town and, of course, a few men.
1: Are we going to allow this assault on the grandest crouton of them all? to Mount Brigitte!
0: It is an awesome sight. 100 aerobically fit women and, of course, a few men racing back through town on a passionate mission to save the grandest crouton of them all. Meanwhile, in the murky back room of the Dry Gulch Saloon, Slocum is up, and Charlie's coming around.
4: Oh. Hey, how you doing there, big guy? Not too good. I feel like I fell off a mountain, had my head cut open by a skill saw, was struck by lightning, and then sapped with that lead pipe you're holding there.
3: Yeah, well, you had a bad day, all right. Now, while I got this lead pipe handy, we better check you out. Is your name Charlie or Charles?
4: Oh, my mother always called me Charles, but everybody else calls me Charlie. (laughs) Good, good.
3: Now I'm holding up all the fingers on my right hand. How many fingers do you see? Well, uh, one, two, um... Some more. <laughs> I won't be needing this. <laughs> You're Charlie, all right. right. Come on, let's go get some breakfast. Right. Here, put your hat on. That head of yours is rough to take before we have coffee.
0: Right. Now Slogan and Charlie step out onto the street. They're nearly run down by Miss Marm and her thundering aerobics class. What the? Hey, watch it. Hey.
3: On to Mount Brigitte. Hey, why are y'all going to Mount Brigitte? To stop
2: you and your evil plan.
3: What? Charlie, I don't know what those environmental crackpots are up to, but we got to stop them. Get your horse and get ahead of them. Get up to the Crouton Crossroads. There's two signs there. The one that points to the left says Scenic Mountain Trail. The one that points to the right says Dead End Deadly Cliff. So what? So call me on your cellular cellular... (laughs) What? (laughs) Speak up, Slocum. I'm trying to. (laughs) I haven't had my coffee yet. Call a, me on have your saddle <laughs> Call me on your we were getting so close. Call me on your saddle horn cellular phone when you get there and I'll tell you what to do.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> what horror is Slocum planning? Will Miss Marm succeed in her quest to save the grandest crouton of them all? What about Ranger Doug's broken heart? Um. Well, you won't learn the answers to these questions by watching Connie Chung and Dan Rather, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in episode seven of Marauders of the Cosmos, entitled Fatal Switcheroo. It's rickety, unsafe, unsound melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now here again, our Riders in the Sky, enjoy the Cowpulker King!
2: Thank you, thank you Texas Bixbender. Well, we have time for our Classic of the West. This afternoon we'd like to send it out to little Annie Bothnerby, who listens to Riders Radio Theater over KOPB in Portland, Oregon. A song we recorded on our recent Columbia album, Along the Santa Fe Trail. A trail beside you, I'm riding every hill and dale where shadows hide you. Just like a pretty purple veil, thereby hangs a tale I've found. And the mountains that surround you are the walls I built around you along the Santa Fe Trail.
0: This is the VXU Radio Network.